0: going on, everybody? It's your boy, Rail back with another review, man. This is Power Book 3, Raising Canaan, Season 2, Episode 4. Alright, before we get into it, salute to the Discord gang. You know what it is. Love to y'all. Uh, love to the people that's listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for your audio pleasure. And of course, you, the viewer on YouTube, checking me out, watching this. Salute. This episode, man, was all about rock. And it wasn't a good all about rock this looks like the beginning of her end this to me this episode sets up so much for her demise like her impending doom like i feel like she's gonna get a few things off but in the long term the, the 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 way she's treating people it's not finna it's not finna work out this ain't the humble rock from season one she wasn't so humble but She definitely knew her limitations. She definitely was there just to make a few bucks, stay above board, make sure the fam was fed. Now she done turned into a mogul overnight. Like she feels like she's got to control everything and she's spreading out. She don't give a shit who has anything to say about it. And she's talking to people, however. So this episode breakdown, I'm going to do it from Rock's influence and where it's going to go fucked, where everything is going to go bad. Tits up, if you will. Let's start with her son, Kanan. She sends Kanan um, up north to go see his uncle, DEFCON's brother. And because Kanan still is not buying this whole, the detective just lying to me shit. The whole, oh, he told you what? Oh, he just be joking all the time. I can't stand when he always, he just be lying. He Now he going to say he your daddy. Oh, oh, can you get out of here with that? So is not falling for it no more. You know what I'm saying? His mother has been lying to him constantly. Now he's at a point where he wants to question everything, as he should. It gets to a certain point in your life where you just can't take what people are telling you. you either going to have to read about it, research it, or ask questions at the minimum. So this is, a, this is the uh, researching and asking questions portion. So he goes up there, meets DEFCON's brother who's locked down. In this interaction, Kanan is yearning for answers. He just wants to know about his father what his father felt about him. You know what I'm saying? He just heard these stories, but he wanted some reinforcement from anybody outside of his mama. And who better to tell him than Def Con's brother from the mouth from his mouth. So, he doesn't really get the answers he's looking for. He's like, well, did he ever talk about me? And he's like, no, nah, I mean, he was a baby. You know, and dude was moving real sketchy. I didn't like the way Def Con's brother was talking. It sounded like Rock had got to him already. Because... Uh, once his brother started talking about how defcon ran the south side and did all this he immediately jumped into how canaan should do the same thing like man when well, your father was your age he had his own crib he was smashing all the women but he did he wasn't he per he preferred the men and i think his brother knew that but you know uh and knew that canaan wasn't his son for real I I believe that from that interaction it felt too weird, but he put all these stories into Kanan's head, almost like to reinforce him. And then he goes and says, "You should go out there and get it too." And when you do, put some more money on my commissary. Cigarettes that went up in price. And that was it. That was his. That was his discovery of his father. So he left with nothing but more of rocks, words. This is the same thing his mother told him, and that feels weird to him like really your motivation is for me to go out there and hustle hard like my father and get money because at one point that would have worked at one point kanan was about that gangster life he wanted to prove he was Def CON's son last last season's kanan that would have been all he needed to hear this season's kanan no i'm trying to figure shit out i'm trying to find out who my daddy is for real this did not help at all i don't need to know about my hustling but he planted some seeds and he wasn't satisfied. And then when he gets in the car with Marvin, Marvin talking about how DEFCON brother ain't shit, robbing purses from old ladies. So that leave his credibility to be shot. That's somebody I wouldn't listen to. Right? Uh, so Rock is slowly losing her son because we see Kane and later on, you know, he's doing a lot. He already went from stealing drugs. Now he in there stealing money. And that room he went in, I'm pretty sure that's where the landlord is buried or whoever they killed. Yeah, it was the landlord, right? I think they stuffed him in the wall. So he's starting to reek because bodies decompose and they smell horrible. And I think that's going to play a part to bite them in the ass, too. But while he's in the room, while everybody's discussing business, you know, he finds a little little shoebox of money, takes a little rack, and goes and hook Famous up. Now, Famous got a crib. It's the spot club, Famous. It's nasty in there. We're going to we get into that. But, yeah, so that's his trajectory. Now he's stealing, and he's still questioning. And then later on, we see that uh, he's lying to his mother. But before that, he questioned her, like, yo, why did I shoot that cop? You told me he was a threat to the family. What threat was he? Now he's, like, in-depth. At first, it was just Rock said this, so it's, it's law. And she's just sitting there, like, okay, I got to lie on top of a lot. Man, cops could say anything. What about the Central Park boys and... That's what they was threatening me with. They was threatening me through you, so he had to go to protect you. Fair enough. Nice little lie. Except for the fact that I tried to kill him. He knows I tried to kill him. And he's not seeking vengeance. He's not trying to arrest me. And instead, he counters with, he's my father? That doesn't feel like somebody that's trying to attack the family. That sounds like somebody who was ready to tell the truth and you wasn't ready and you wasn't ready to have it and his mother and we know about lies when you come with a lie you got to cover up with another lie and pretty soon your lies become weaker and weaker the more you build on a foundation that wasn't even real you can't build anything uh when your base is lies because the structure just it becomes weaker and weaker and that's where, that's where they at with this. Uh, now, uh, and then we see that you know rock, it, it, rock and him is not even having that good of a relationship. Rock and Kanan, Now he's lying more, and then it ends. This episode ends, uh, as far as Kanan's story is concerned, with him telling her like, "Yeah, I'm finna just go kick it with famous," and she's getting that sixth sense like moms get. She's got that feeling in her gut, like, this nigga, I don't know, he's been acting funny. He's been acting funny. He ain't been really talking to me. I don't know. And she decides to follow him. And the one time she follows him, her gut was correct. He's at the uh, he's at Detective no Next house and in search of answers. So that's going to be bad. That's the Kanan versus Rock. So Rock is about to lose her son, and the trust is already destroyed. And that was the one person she could lean on a lot and at the same token uh mirroring that while we got kane on the search for his father rock has uh another problem right uh jukebox is out here looking for her mom jukebox finally tracked down her mom had that conversation you know and her mom just gave her the spiel i wasn't ready shit was too much and now they're gonna rebuild right jukebox even picking out dresses trying to look more like a girl i guess you could say you know what i'm saying playing with different looks she's trying to serve looks in the mirror hair down just trying to see how it works before famous's party but yeah and rock sees that and she instantly when when jukebox tells rock like yeah so i met my mama i, I tracked her down and rock instead of being like supportive she just started shitting on her mother immediately. And for good cause. But you see that Jukebox is excited about having the uh, opportunity to at least have these conversations with her mother. Like, she's a step closer to figuring out, like, what's going on. And and maybe having a relationship. Or maybe not. But having some type of closure in her life. And Rock just like, yeah, what kind of mama just don't come Like She been to New York this whole time, didn't come look for you. She a piece of shit. I ain't no love. This is family. Family is what looks out for you and does this for you. And you know, a similar conversation that Marvin had to Kanan about family. About what family is. So And you see Juke just feeling a little bad about it, but Rock felt like she's losing everybody. She felt like she if she yelled at her brothers, if she did all this, if she if she cussed out everybody, at least the kids, Juke and Kanan, would have her back she would still have them to lean on. Because family is big for Rock. I will give her that. She is family first. But now, not so much. I think she's losing that piece by piece as her ambition grows. Um, also, Rock. More nasty behavior. Now, our girl working at the Bodega, at the Bodega, she's just doing her thing. She just got kidnapped last week. Right? She just was threatened to be murdered. She got kidnapped away from her family. Just scared. And in comes her captor walking right in. And I said to myself, where the fuck is the security? Again! So you didn't have security protecting the money the first time. Neek steals it. Steals her. And steal. The girl, the woman muscles up enough strength Come back to work, only to have to come face to face with Nick again, while he does some creepy caressing of the face, like no, nah, we're cool," and tipped her four dollars to say, "We're even. I didn't kill you, and I let you keep the change on this seven up I was purchasing." I don't, I don't know uh, uh, ghetto mathematics. I guess I'm not privy to that. I'm not an expert in those math, but it's not mathing. That math ain't mathing. Kidnapped, threatened to kill me. Um, and now you're menacing me. You're stalking me in my store. That's what you did to me unprovoked. And in return, you give me change. You let me keep the change on the seven up off a 20. We're good. That math didn't, I don't know. I'm not seeing how that, I don't don't see how that equaled out, but rightfully so shorty is pissed. Has a, has a conversation with rock. Here comes rock. Letting her know, finally, some security is there. Now it's time for security. Now it's some big negro watching the gate door, stand off in the back. I'm like, okay, how about we move the stash house? Is that too much to ask? Do you not have enough money to find another steel trap door? Now we, and now it's just a place to store money. This place has been compromised. I'm not understanding. I'm just so confused. But, uh, so when a girl presses rock about the situation, like, yo, Nick is running around, he comes in this store when he wants to, smiling in my face, after what he did to me, no. And then Rock's talking about how it's a game, we just playing the game, this is a tactic, don't worry about it. She's like, I'm not here for the games, I didn't choose to play this game. I'm, I, I just helped you out because you helped me out and now it's beneficial for us. But now you're just letting this dude roam the streets, smile in my face and threaten me and it's a game i'm not here for that and rock seemed to just walk off and dismiss her like didn't even try to like calm her or say oh i got this i'm gonna hold you down i appreciate you at the least none of that and that's not what you want to do to the woman who is family who's the niece of your connect because there can uh, just as easily as they put you on with the work they got the drugs they could do that to anybody they don't need raquel they was fucking with raquel because you held her family down now you're putting their family in danger now you're in danger of possibly losing your connect that is the one woman you shouldn't piss off i'm so confused how she is not priority one especially after what she's been through why would i so it's just like it's the arrogance of rock right now like that spills over to the new jersey issue so this this episode started off with one of her drivers getting jacked it, the drugs getting seized was it the da was it the da no no the da did not seize those drugs it was the mafia that was the motherfuckers that got it. of the players in jersey yeah the same people that Marvin warned her about. Not quite them specifically, but yeah. The, Marvin and Lulu last week told her like, yo. I don't know the players in Jersey. We didn't do no research. We can't just go in setting up shop. We might have to talk to somebody. Rock, She got guns. She's got money. She don't give a fuck. She's not going to be on the front line. She's like, oh, whatever. We in there. And as a result. Drugs get stolen. Drivers getting roughed up. At the same time, we see who's behind this in a way. Who tipped her off. We're going to get into that too. But uh, this is where I like, this is why Power Book 3 is the best of the Power series. Because they putting actors into it. They, you could see the money invested. You could see the, the, the investment they put into, into this Kanan. They go get our boy. Who was his name? Michael Rispoli, my man from Sopranos. Every, pretty much everything. This man has been in everything. Love him as an actor. So he's a legit actor. This is what he does. And he is Sam Borelli, in uh, in his raising Canaan. He's a man who's running Jersey. So he he puts a call out. You know, here comes Rock. Rock takes Marvin and Lou to have a to have a conversation. And he just lets her know, like, yo, this is my town. You can't just move in doing what you want. I get a piece. (coughs) And Rock's disposition is, you wasn't even in the hood. You wasn't in the ghetto. That wasn't what you did. I just decided to set up there. I ain't nowhere else. I'm in unclaimed territory. Which is funny to me and and Mr. Borelli. Because he's like, even if I'm not there, I'm there. What are you talking about? I own Jersey as far as I'm concerned. Wrote an offer on a piece of paper, whether it was even reasonable or not. She wasn't fucking with it. Tossed it to the ground. Lou tried to be respectful in the conversation. Rock shut shut him down and was extra disrespectful to Sam Borelli. Walked off and I'm like, oh, well, then there's war. She's about to have a she's about to she's getting ready to host an out of town war. How crazy is that? He's already cemented. He's got his soldiers. You don't know if he's got police officers on the playbooks, which they typically do. Some political favor and sway. You don't even know who this dude is. She is walking into somebody's home. And she's not even from there. She has to transport an army there to fight. I I don't see how this is going to end well for her. But uh, Borelli seemed to be very enthused and amused by her. He even likes her Got a little spunky. I like this little black chick. Very spunky. A lot of attitude. So who knows? He might be reasonable. He might respect that type of thing. And maybe she wants to do a show of force to know, like, look, we ain't just no hoes. So I might, it might actually work out. I don't know. But it, it looks bad. What worse came from this is the conversations with Lou i think this is worse than the whole borelli thing because rock i see kind of her strategy if we willing to drop bodies on both ends then they know we not just going right if we lay down now then they get to dictate the terms going forward because we all know if she just took that deal it could change next week next month and by that time she's already accustomed to doing it and they already accustomed to figuring out how her business works and it's a problem. But if you show force now, show that you are a threat or at least a nuisance that should be properly negotiated with, then you'd you you'd, you'd earn the respect to having a more reasonable partnership with these with, with 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 Borelli and his people. And um I think one of Borelli's guys was the one that was in jail with Neek. That's leading me to another place. But what I was saying is the fallout with Rock and Lou. The, the biggest thing I took from that whole Borelli conversation She been talking down to Lou For several episodes Like heavy Told this nigga his music career ain't shit He ain't shit It ain't making no money You falling off She keep clowning him in front of Marvin And then she telling him he ain't got no voice At the meeting You work for me This ain't, it's a family business But I'm the boss You work for me And she keeps reminding Lou of this and she keeps fucking with the thing that he loves. Going back door with a uh, ch- little Chico, little Chico DeBarge. Making these little deals. You feel me? And she's running around uh, trying to learn the game from Cartier. Which I like. I like Cartier. Smooth dude. Look like he knows business. But he looks snaky. She's cozying up with somebody who is very, very snaky. But she has a lot of money. She needs to launder it. And I guess that's the relationship her and Cartier is going to have. And Cartier is both dealing with Lou and and Rock. So this is going to get sketchy. Cartier is going to be, it will seem like a divide and conquer thing he got going on. But he look like he's going to eat on both sides. But I don't know. I don't trust the way that nigga's talking. I like how she was like, fam, cut this. I don't know about art. Shut it down. I know who you really are. And Cartier, like, oh, see, you're a child. When you in the art house, you talk with an art voice. When you're on the streets, I still talk with an art voice. But my tactics might be a little tougher. And I respect that. I like this Cartier guy, but I don't fucking trust him. So she's over here cozying up to sketchy people, pushing away her actual family, Kane and Lou. You know what I'm saying? Marvin is just happy to be back in the fold. You know, because he was on the outs with her for a while. So he's just happy to be there. And now he's possibly losing Jukebox. She's possibly losing Jukebox. And um, then you got Symphony. Calls this nigga up. This, I can't take this woman rock. This is just nasty behavior. It's a nasty episode. This woman treats the shit out of Symphony. Talk about, you can't, uh, don't talk to me about my son. You can't do nothing with my son. I run this, da, da, da. Just like he don't have a voice, like he's a meat puppet. And I'm just like, what? Calls him up when she feels like, yeah, so what you think about this house? Yeah. And then thinks that pussy is finna build this thing that she destroyed between them. Oh, let us let me show you the bedroom. Right? Trying to get back in the, and he's like, I and I respected Symphony at this moment. All that bedroom talk, I like my men thick. I like my men like I like my carpet thick. I didn't understand that. They laughed, you know. But I like how he held it down. He said, check this out, ma. No. Do me a favor. If you care for me like I think you do, I I really do think you do, don't call me no more. This ain't going to work. This is done. Respect my space. Please respect my energy. I wish you and your family nothing but but uh uh well wishes. Please take care of Kanan. I love your son. Just uh she lost a solid dude. Cause he ain't going. Rock is losing everything. And the thing she's gaining is looking few and far in between. I don't know. I don't know. And this episode, what's up with the mamas? Rock out here acting up. I'm not mad at famous as mama. She was she was well within her rights. But then you got Jukebox Mama just out here being a piece of shit. And then you got at Famous's party. What the fuck was going on at Famous's party? That party might have been the nastiest shit I've seen. At first, I'm like, okay, I remember those days. Famous's excitement about having his first apartment. That was me. I was sitting there smiling, like, yes, I know that energy. I know I had a fucking apartment at 19, one bedroom, $500 a month. Oh, the parties? Yes. Weed. Look, you couldn't tell me nothing. You couldn't tell me shit. This was mine. This was my space for once. Very few, very, very little food in the refrigerator. I kept it clean, though. The crib was always clean. I ain't never lived like that. Never lived like that. Food came far in between, but it was a goddamn good time. So I was, I was, was, I was there with Famous. I was like, man, that takes me back. I don't know if you could file $500 rent anywhere either. But this party was so nasty because... Not because you just had kids partying, smoking, and doing that. That's what I expected. It just looked like a good time. What was nasty was the knock on the door. You got some young chick next to her mama who looked like her sister Kanan's over there being Rico Smooth. And you know, he hollering at the one he kind of like. The mama's applying pressure with these grown woman eyes like oh i like this i said yo chill mom like I, it was heavy on the my mom is my best friend this was quick for some Mari shit i was like what i said what in the Mari is this what in the jerry springer now, i ain't gonna lie i'm not mad at canaan i'm not mad at canaan for eyeballing that mama mama was bad all right i mean young dude I mean, damn! You can't tell a mama from the from the daughter. I understand his position, at that age and as that man. But the mom, though, then Shorty sitting here, it just looked like big hoe, little hoe. I don't trust them. It looked like a whole set, a whole set, mom and daughter whole set. I, I, I don't like that. I don't know. Then she like, oh, can I hang out with Kane and him and his friends? And then the mom looks around, tries to fake be mom. Looking around like, oh, I guess for a little bit. As the weed and the weed smoke permeates the air. I say, what mama looks around or that door opens to go. yeah, this is a safe, safe space for my daughter. I'm like, confusion. So this is going to be nasty. I don't know. I don't like it. Something bad is coming from this. For sure. I don't know what. But that mom, that mom shit. Mm, and that, that mom and daughter combo. I don't like it i don't like it it's not gonna end good why is that there i don't know so that's a nasty mama right there and more nasty shit you got what i just learned is captain no neck you know what i'm saying detective no neck uh, uh fat neck omar he's now in bed with a prostitute the one he just treated last week with these deep questions now he can't get it up and you Depiction of men and these and these pitiful pumps they're giving in all the series I have been reviewing. All these men from House of the Dragon to fucking Mayans now Power Book none of these niggas are applying proper strokes to these women. What is going on? What are they trying to say about us? Men, we got to stand up. All you actors out there, if you got a sex scene, you let them motherfuckers, you let the director and the writer know I'm bringing strokes. Don't give me this, I can't perform. I'm just too mentally someplace else to give it. No, I'm too drunk and high of drunk. No. Tell these people you want to provide the strokes. I'm th- Hey, if you want Rail to do a cameo, like, hey, Rail, can you come pretend smash? Rail is finna go in there. I'm gonna do push-ups, ab work, and I'm finna give out premium fake pumps. I'm not going. You're not finna fuck my reputation up. I'm sorry, I had to do a rant about that, but have y'all noticed this? Is it a thing? Man, come on. We can't be out here like that, but anyway. So she up there trying to do her thing, and of course, he's not hes not doing anything. He's not coming with nothing. And come to find out, he, he lets her know, like, man, it's just a lot, you know, I got a son that's about Joe kid's age. And then she says this. She says, we've been doing this for seven years i said wait a minute no no ain't no way my man been paying the same prostitute for seven years of service what that is your girlfriend get a girlfriend it would probably been cheaper if you just told her like hey you and me to go together the fuck and that mean that woman been whoring for seven plus years? More, at least seven. What is, uh, like, I know, I, I look, I'm not trying to judge, get your money. But that ass has probably, that. Uh, I would imagine prostitution ages you like dog years down there. Like, she's got to have a 49 plus year old vag down there after seven years. I'm just like nasty to pay a prostitute for seven years not even switch it up this was the one you paid her $50 one time and you said nah, i'm not ever going back to nobody else this is the one talk about service i said god that's not that just lets you know how long and how nasty is a nigga omar been do not let that go over your head that lets you know how long he's been a complete debaucherous piece of shit And the true struggle he's going through with, I guess, attempting to be a decent person. I'm just like this episode. I was like, I don't know. These moms, I don't get it. These moms, this nastiness rock is just too much. It's just too much. Marvin uh, status quo, you know, uh, saying a little, but staying out the way for the most part. And I like how Lou pressed him like, bro, you know, this wrong, but you too much of a bitch to say something. And he like, nigga, read the room. It is what it is. You tell her no, she does it anyway. So why put up that fight? Just be down and go about it. But I don't know. She looks like she's losing Lou. And then Lou had that conversation with Cartier. When he lets him know, like, that was a nice line. That scene between um Cartier and Lou. Cartier told him, hey, the business only moves as fast as the boss does. I even took that. That was, I said, message? I said, okay, I'm the boss of this top 10 shit. Okay. He said, hey, the pace moves as fast as the boss. Set the pace, nigga. I said, I, I stood up. I said, damn, Cardi, I'm going to set the pace. I got to do it. He going to be the reason you see more videos and, and some more extra shit. Goddamn, that motivated me. But Lou took that, so I don't know what he's going to take with that. I don't know. Maybe he, been, he, maybe he has been slacking in the... Uh, in the drug department, the family business, but I think you're going to step it up. But Neek, before I get out of here, we got to talk about Neek. Neek got some dirty shit going on. Him and Neek, when Neek left out that store after uh, bothering the uh, bodega lady, Warrell was outside waiting on them. And they had a little conversation. It looked like they were real buddy-buddy. The last time they spoke, it wasn't so nice. Now, all of a sudden, you know... He has a conversation with L. They seem to be tight. The first drugs get seized. I'm like, how did the Italians know about it in the first place? Hmm. That's interesting. But I just let that go, that first seizure. Now, when they set up, like, all right, we ain't doing it. We're gonna do the short bus. We're gonna do a school bus. L gonna drive it. We're gonna stuff these drugs in the in the in the in the couches of the uh the uh seats, the cushions of the seats, which I thought was genius. I'm like, damn, these niggas know. Yo, creative. That's how I know I wouldn't have been a good drug dealer. A drug dealer. I never would have thought about that. That was great. And I do like Rock's perspective on being a drug lord or kingpin or whatever. She says it's not about selling. You don't have to know how to sell or do these things. You gotta be able to problem solve. It was a lot of dr it was a lot of gems dropped in this episode, actually. I did like that. Being a boss is all about problem solving. I was like, come on. So I'm gaining something off this show. I'm not mad at these. I'm not mad at these gems. They drop them on the floor. I scoop them. I scoop them. But, yeah, so then we see uh, we see that school bus get raided. And Warrell's the the lead driver on that. But before that, we saw Neek made a phone call to somebody talking about, yeah, you know, uh, it's going to be on a short bus. I'm going to be on a short bus coming down. Blase, blase. So he got, so what it looks like is, warrell is feeding neek information about the jersey move and why jersey and why not in the city you remember that guy that neek helped in prison that said do you know who i am i think he is part of the borelli mafia that mob i think he was out there in that meeting so i think neek and him have partnered up to put a dent in uh in uh rock's crew so it's genius Neek gets to steal her drugs or cut, you know, make a deal with some money, maybe even deal out there in Jersey with those drugs, with her own drugs and um, you know, have a relationship with that mafia. And then the only person they could blame is Borelli. Like, man, I don't know how Borelli knows, but it's him. But it, Warrell's gonna get found out. It's gonna happen. But def- definitely him and Neek. Especially Warrell coming up short, even though we know that uh Kanan is the one who stole that money. Kanan's always starting some shit. Because now they now Marvin is sitting here talking about somebody skimming and we gotta fuck him up. And it might and a, a Kanan might inadvertently get somebody hurt or might make Marvin look deeper into Warrell, which then would find him and Neek. Because Warrell slipped up with the whole man. Neek used to, it's like I said, Neek. So I think Marvin is gonna crack the case of. Who is letting the information out about these stolen drugs? For sure, I think that's gonna be next episode. I think bodies drop next episode, cause how many times are you gonna get your drugs stolen? And I don't know if Kanan's gonna. I don't know what what he's gonna do with the information, with this whole you know Detective Omar shit. But yeah, it's looking it's setting up for a spicy next episode. But Rock is going through it, and she's fighting wars on multiple fronts that it, she doesn't appear to be winning. Oh, it was some other disrespectful shit that she said to Lou. You can't keep doing this. <clears throat> I'm I'm going to say this part, and I'll, I'm going to let it go. But I really don't like the way she's treating Lou. He asked his sister, like, yo, could you just float me some cash? I got I got some shit I got to get take care of. And this motherfucker told him, oh, how you going to pay me back with my money? So I'm going to let you borrow my money, and you're going to pay me back with my money? I said, bitch, oh. Now all the money that comes in is yours? I thought he was a hustler. I thought he was shooting people in the head for you. He gets payment for these things. So Rock lost her goddamn mind. I don't know. I don't know. It's looking more and more like Team Neek for me. And I want Lou to get out of this alive. Marvin, I don't know. I love Marvin, though. But I don't want him to go down with his sister. So, yeah. But I think Kanan's hustle is going to get turned up. But I don't know how, why, or when. But it's interesting to see how this mafia shit go This jersey, this jersey move uh, Was there anything else of note To take care of No I think that was pretty much it Yeah man so uh, I'll see y'all next week on this uh, Put your hot takes down in the comments Let me know what you got going on next You got bodies dropping if so who's next to get killed It's been a long time What about Rock and Her Connect What's happening with that with the lady at the bodega Please Theories Hot takes, get in them comments, let me know. And until next time, protect your health, your self, your wealth. Your boy, Rail is out of here, man. Peace. Yo, I know I don't need no introduction, but y'all know who it is, man. It's your boy, Hollywood Rail. And I appreciate you for sliding through and watching these videos. But you know what I need from you? All right, if you ain't already, I need you to like this and subscribe this, man. We at 1,000 trying to get to two, all right? Push it for your boy. Get them algorithms up. So when it comes to that subscribe button, button,